Great is God's faithfulness. We may not be faithful, but God is faithful. Brethren, we have met to worship and adore the Lord our God. Will you pray with all your power while we try to preach the word? All is vain unless the Spirit of the Holy One comes down. Brethren, pray in holy manner will be showered all around. Brethren, see poor sinners around you, slumbering on the brink of woe. Death is coming, hell is moving. Can you bear to let them go? See our fathers and our mothers and our children sinking down. Brethren, pray, and holy manna will be showered all around. Sisters, will you join and help us? Moses' sister aided him. Will you help the trembling mourners who are struggling hard with sin? Tell them all about the Savior Tell them that he will be found. Sisters, pray in holy manner, will be showered all around. Let us love our God supremely. Let us love each other too. Let us love and pray for sinners till our God makes all things new. Then he'll call us home to heaven. At his table we'll sit down. Christ will gird himself and serve us with sweet manna all around. Shall we pray? Holy Father God, hallowed be your name tonight as we all, all are coming to a close of another day. Or coming to the close of another day. I praise you, Holy Father God, tonight, and I thank you for the privilege to pray throughout this day that you have given to me. And Lord God in heaven, I praise you, and I thank you for uh, your love, your grace, and your mercy. I praise you, and I thank you for your Holy Son, the Lord Jesus Christ your Holy Spirit, and your Holy Word. And for all of the millions and many and manifold blessings that you have bestowed upon us down through the years. Lord God in heaven, I praise you and thank you for salvation and spiritual. A durable salvation, of course. I praise you and thank you for mental and physical, financial and material, protection and provision, mental and physical, family and life blessings that you have bestowed upon us down through the years and more than that. And so Holy Father God, help every child 
born again child of God, give you thanks tonight. Everybody under the sound of my voice, and Lord, everybody else someplace else, uh, but they're born again and they're saved. For Lord, you have blessed us in so many ways. And so Holy Father God, help us to remember that no matter what happens around us. Lord, help us to remember what you have done for us and the miracles that you have worked for us, the prayers that you have answered for us, and the deliverances that you've given to us. And so, Holy Father God, uh, for those of us who are saved and born again by believing in the Lord Jesus Christ, by your grace, have continued mercy and grace upon us even tonight. And Lord, please forgive us of our sins, our failures, and our faults. As we from our hearts, by your grace, forgive those who have sinned against us. Uh, wash and cleanse our hearts, minds, souls, spirits, and consciences in the precious blood of Christ. And make us, Lord, to be whiter than snow on the inside. Crucify, Lord, our flesh, afresh and anew tonight in the old man within us, and fill us all with the fullness and the power of your Holy Spirit. And, Lord, deliver us from temptation, evil, and sin, and the devil. And, Lord, grant us your grace and the power of your Holy Spirit to truly love right, live right, think right, do right, act right, and do that which is pleasing in your sight with love beginning uh, in the household uh, with the family and uh, not just loving other folks in the church and other places but not loving and uh, uh, respecting and caring for uh, your own family and so Holy Father God uh, for we do, as you know, have many people who love everybody in the church, love everybody in the world, uh, but they don't love their own family. <clears throat> Always foolishly thinking that somebody else's family is better, and that is simply not the case. And so, Holy Father God, I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, as someone said a long time ago, let charity begin at home. And Holy Father God, and help help people to stop being hypocrites and phonies and fakes and deliver them from that foolishness. And Holy Father God, we pray, Lord, tonight that you would indeed uh, do this. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory. You have it all, and all of it is due your name. And so, Lord, help us never to forget that. For we are like grasshoppers. I know we think we're so important, but we're like grasshoppers, Lord, on this earth. And so I do pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ that you would help each and every one of us tonight to humble ourselves and to pray and to seek your face and to turn from our wicked ways and to repent of our sins and to get back to you our first love in a very real sense. <clears throat> And help everybody who names the name of Christ to remember everything we see, everything we 
want to do all of the scintillating things will pass away and all that's going to remain is you and so Lord help everybody to understand that their relationship with you is the most important thing in the world and so Holy Father God I do pray uh, in the holy name of the Lord Jesus Christ for the salvation of the lost including my own wife uh, who in her pride stubbornness and rebelliousness does not want to admit that she did not get saved as a child and she has not borne any fruit in the sight of uh, her husband or her children and uh, but because of her Jamaican pride and Pharaoh style pride she just does not want to admit that and uh, get saved truly get saved and believe in the Lord Jesus Christ uh, over the past two days she's been full of hell and the devil it happens Lord nearly every weekend uh, and I have even prayed to you uh, today that you would restrain her as I have prayed for her down through the years and uh, I do pray uh, that uh, she will understand as I understand that uh, this is all designed by the devil to try to hinder the ministry and the work uh, the devil and she has never been successful at doing that but I do pray for her own good that she would settle this and uh, come to know your Savior in a real way and since because I know that you want her to be saved and you are willing to save her as you are willing to save everybody under the sound of my voice but people can be religious and lost you have taught me that and she is right here with me tonight helping in the ministry uh, and uh, I pray that one day she will truly become a part of the ministry I thank you, Lord, for all of my children who acted like they were saved when they had pure hearts and helped me in the ministry. They're helping right now, even tonight. And I give you the glory, praise, and honor for that. And they're all adults now, and they still are helping in the ministry with gusto uh, and with great energy. And so I give you the glory, praise, and honor for that. I pray that you would bless them and bless their lives for what they have done. And they and these are uh, young adults who they don't have to do anything. But it's something working on the inside of them that compels them to do. In fact, Lord, they, they, they wait on me. Uh, they, they, I don't wait on them. They wait on me. And uh, they, they, they have their stuff together. And the old man is kind of slow sometimes, but uh, they uh, are doing a wonderful job by your grace, by your energy, by the power of your Holy Spirit. And uh, my older children have done a wonderful job supporting the ministry since they've been gone. And uh, I give you the glory, praise, and honor. Uh, we do know the devil is attacking, uh, but that's uh, par for the course uh, that comes with the territory. And I do pray that the mature Christians will prevail uh, in the family and beyond. We also pray, Lord, for my wife's mother and aunts. We pray for my mother and my sisters and other family members 
who are all steeped in religion, but they're lost and they're on their way to hell. I pray that you will open their blinded eyes and to examine themselves and see whether or not they be in the faith. And Lord, as I pray for my family, I hope other Christians who are with me tonight, <clears throat> they're praying for their lost family members. Some of them were going to church before they were born, but they're still lost and on their way to hell. I was raised in church, multiple churches. Members of our family were members of multiple churches, Baptist, Pentecostal, Holiness, Disciples of Christ and everything else. My dad was a preacher, as you know, Lord. He's with you now, I do believe, and my mother is a preacher to this day, but I was lost and on my way to hell. I got saved not inside the church. I got saved outside of the church, and I got saved in spite of the church. And uh, uh, so, Lord, if, uh, and I, I was just as lost as I can be, but very religious in church every Sunday. Uh, and so, Lord, there are many, you, you have shown me there are many people like this. If people are not st striving to be obedient, if they are, uh, do, don't have any conviction or compunction about the evil they do, if they're constantly a problem in the family and in the church and in the world, uh, they're lost. Uh, they just have not been saved. And we need to stop trying to make believe that they're saved just because they go to Mount Nebo Baptist Church. And so, Lord, I do pray, and I thank you for showing me that. I'm just repeating back to you what you told me, because I, I was eager to believe that everybody who believed in Christ or said they believed in Christ was saved, including my wife. And so, Holy Father God, I pray that everybody under the sound of my voice would examine themselves and see whether or not they be in the faith, born again and saved. And those who will hear this uh, service at another time, Lord, help them to examine themselves as well. And Holy Father God, we pray for the salvation of the lost everywhere, for the revival of the saved, for the healing of the sick, for the comfort of the grieving in this country and around the globe, and uh, in our communities, in our uh, churches, in our families, and in our individual lives in Hollywood, in New York, in Miami, in Jacksonville, in Atlanta, in Dallas, uh, in Omaha, Nebraska, and all across the country and around the globe. Lord, thank you for showing us today that even a Jewish businessman all the way in Israel uh, can see that America, above all other countries, he said, is under judgment of God. And uh, and then he, a Jew, gave the Christians and everybody else over here uh, the solution they need to pray. And, uh, and, and so we thank you, Lord, for other people seeing this. It's sad that some pastors in our country cannot see it, choose not to see it. And so, Holy Father God, I pray Lord, tonight that you will lift all of our burdens, cares, worries, and anxieties, troubles, problems, and fears. Lord, lower our blood pressure and help us to keep our hearts and minds stayed on you. Keep us, Lord, therefore, in perfect peace. Deliver, Lord, each and every one of us. Lord, under the sound of my voice from all... Um, 
distresses uh, all uh, tribulations, afflictions, troubles, trials, temptations, tests, and tensions. If we're willing to confess our sins and truly repent of our sins and uh, do right by you by being obedient to you. And Holy Father God, I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ that you will also deliver each and every one of us who name the name of Christ and everybody under the sound of my voice who is saved uh, that you would deliver us from all spiritual, mental, physical, emotional, family, financial, legal, student loan debt, student progress problems, troubles and difficulties that we're facing. We pray Lord for uh, we thank you for allowing things to be as well as they are because they could be worse and as evil as we all have been it should be worse but thank you for your mercy and your grace and thank you Lord that we're not God we're not you so you continue to do with us as you please chastise us and rebuke us but thank you Lord for sustaining us uh, because of your mercy and grace and not uh, so far we don't have mass uh, housing crisis food crisis medical crisis and utilities crisis and I thank you for that even though we have some of it for some people and so Holy Father God uh, Lord protect all of your people who are willing to obey you and to follow you from all of the plagues that uh, surround us and Holy Father God, save others out of it. And Lord, we pray that you will protect, Lord, uh, our family tonight, as you have down through the years. And help us not to forget that, that you've already done that for, uh, as a family over 34 years, as a saved person myself over 43 years. And so, Lord, I thank you for all of those days we made it. And we survived. And the truth of the matter is, Lord, uh, with me going to sleep at the wheel a few times, we all should be dead. But you kept us alive. And I give you the glory, praise, and honor for that. And I don't forget those days and those sometimes dangerous days. Uh, and so, Lord, uh, I remember a long time ago when we were traveling across the country to preach the gospel all the way in Washington State and California and other places in our first travel trailer. The door would not lock. So everything, every, uh, and I, could, I didn't know how to fix it. And so every place we stayed, the door was unlocked with me and my wife and children. And I remember one place very clearly. It was a um, one of those side of the road uh, uh, little places where you pull off and you uh, and you can it's a rest rest area and uh, I was very concerned for some reason that night but somehow you blessed us to see the sunshine the next day and I give you the glory praise and honor for many many times like that and Holy Father God I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, that you'd bless and protect our family and all other families under the sound of my voice, all other families that claim to be believers in Christ. Protect us all from ourselves, our flesh, and the devil, and from the demons of hell, and from evil people in the family, evil people in the church, and evil people in the world. 
place, Lord, upon us tonight, the whole armor of God. Surround us with the band of your holy angels and the wall of your holy fire. And uh, cover us in the precious blood of Christ and make us to be whiter than snow. Cleanse us <coughs> from all sin and from all unrighteousness. And uh, Lord, I pray that uh, you would receive all glory, praise, and honor to your name. Lift up your Holy Son, the Lord Jesus Christ. Thank you, Lord, for bringing us a mighty long way. Uh, uh, as I recall a song that we all used to sing, we've come this far by faith. Help us to continue to do that. <clears throat> Help my wife to put that song up for tomorrow night. If you should tarry, you're coming, and if you'll allow us to live. In Jesus Christ's name I pray and for his sake. Amen. I told you I feel like singing every time I pray. I truly do. One of the benefits of prayer is that when you pray to God for real, there's a, it's kind of like similar to your, for your, your salvation experience. It's like a lifting of a burden. Burdens are lifted at Calvary. And, to, and through prayer. Ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters in Christ Jesus, our Lord, family, friends, and foes, uh, don't get mad at me because uh, you know you're wrong and you're under conviction, and uh, I don't mind telling the truth to you. Uh, you... Uh, you know that you're wrong. Confess your sins and repent. Some of you need to get saved. And then you would appreciate the preaching of the word that I do instead of being offended by it. Uh, family, friends, and foes. And yes, even foes in the family. And to the standing between the living and the dead uh, prayer devotional memorial family evangelistic service family members my beloved in this day and time my dear friends uh, we're learning that you can have service for the Lord anytime. Have a prayer service. Have a devotional service. Have what they call a Bible study service. And you don't have to wait on anybody. You don't have to wait on the bishop or the pastor or nobody else. Just go ahead and have a service for the Lord. It's, it's, it's time out for waiting on the, some of these preachers. You can't, you can't do that anymore. 
you be the preacher. You pray, read the Bible. Just do, watch this. Just do little simple things. Uh, uh, we don't, it's time out. Time out. For young black men walking down the aisle and going up into the choir box with white face on and white gloves. Looking like they're effeminate. We don't need that anymore. We really don't need the choir marching in. This is not a show. This is not a Broadway show. Uh, uh, you people are not the Rockettes, even though some of y'all dress like you're the Rockettes. And and on that point, let me just say this. God, I'm just going to share with you what God put in my heart today. It is truly a righteous thing when a woman dresses modestly. And many women do not realize it. <clears throat> Maybe for the exception of some teenage boys. Uh, <clears throat> really young men. It's really a righteous thing. It's something that I believe God is chastising people for. And I believe God is going to deal with about. It's a righteous and holy thing for a woman to dress modestly. And most women do not realize that. And not only dress modestly, but now um, some, a white preacher said, I didn't say it, so don't get mad at me. And, 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 and if I was a woman, I would have been insulted. But he said, if the barn needs a little paint, go ahead on and put that makeup on. Now, I, I, I can assure you, if you would eat right, women, and stop eating like hogs and eating everything you see, and don't eat a whole lot of meat, and fast once a week, and do like Sarah Duncan, is that her name? From Calvary Hill Baptist Church beautiful woman and uh, one day she uh, had and I don't know if we should have done this or not but for some reason she wanted to have breakfast at her house and we all went over there from the Calvary Hill Baptist Church and um, for some reason she told us she went to the faucet and drank a glass of water and she, she told all of the women and everybody else this is the reason for my beauty, drinking water. That's what she said. Okay, so you can look good without makeup. But do, people, women, stop uh, messing with your face and getting plastic surgery. I saw, and you saw too, a beautiful woman. She was once a beautiful woman. If she caught uh, Schwarzenegger, uh, Schwarzenegger's eye, who, who could have probably had any woman he wanted, uh, uh, she was beautiful. And I always thought she was beautiful. I forget the name now. Uh, but she's a Kennedy, related to the Kennedys. <coughs> I saw her yesterday, the other day. Somebody, for some reason, she came out of the house without any makeup on. 
But I really don't think it would have made any difference. Something went wrong in a plastic surgery situation. Because, quite frankly, she, she looked like one of the monsters in Schwarzenegger's movies. I've never seen this woman look so pitiful and so terrible. Leave your face alone, and if you're going to mess your face up, please put some makeup on, okay, do something to cover all of that up, because it was, it's, I mean, the whole world was sh shaken. What's her name? Shriver, Shriver is her name. She's, she's a Kennedy. And um, she looked terrible. And so people, women, you, you need to leave yourselves alone. Some, listen to me, because this was another article today. Some women have messed up their faces and their bodies so much. They don't even want to come out and do normal things anymore. They're so ashamed. Okay? And, and, and let me say something to you I've said before uh, that, that'll help you. Some of you women have sat down and eaten a bunch of uh, Twinkies, <laughs> junk food and pizza and ice cream and everything else, and you've gotten fat. Okay? Now, if you're single and you still want to possibly get married, you're going to have to lose that weight. I don't care if you like it or not. Well, some people like it. I, I know what some of you women say. Some people like them big. No, no, no. Mm -mm. Nope. Stop lying. Uh, it's not like that. In most cases. And if you if they like that, they, you probably don't want him. But anyway, you're gonna have to lose that weight. And you're gonna have to lose that weight for your health as well. So that you can enjoy the life that God has given you. And so that you can stay busy for God for a long time. Like my mother. My mother. Who is over 80. Looks like she's in her 50s. Why? Because she'll eat one boiled egg. And that's it. For the whole day. And drink water. Hardly ever eats meat. If she does throw down, and she can throw down, I don't know if she can throw down as much as she used to now, being 80-something years old, but uh, uh, she would only nibble. She never, I, never sit, I never saw my mother sit down and eat. You know how some of you women do it, sit down, you know. And you gobbling down, it's just like me. Nope, I don't want to see that. My mother never did that. She stood at the counter. She fixed all the food perfectly. And she stood at the counter and would nibble a little something, something. Okay. Okay, so she looks like she's in, she looks younger than me. Or just as young, let me put it that way. Just as young. Let me correct that. I'm going too far. But most of us, really and truly, need to do like that. Most of us, including myself. We need to lay off of the meat. I'm not saying go vegan and vegetarian, but that that won't that won't hurt you. Won't, particularly when you get my age, when you get in your fifties, it won't hurt you. Uh, you don't need all of that—fried eggs and fried bacon and uh, hash browns and all. You don't need that anymore. You know that. 
you love it but you don't need it and I don't need it either I'm preaching to you and I'm preaching to myself someone said one time that when you preach to yourself you're going to hit everybody else okay and 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 fast do some fasting they got a new thing called uh, I, I told you a long time ago when I was preaching on uh, gluttony people talking about they're going to be on the, get on this diet they're going to get on this diet they was eat what you want and all this kind of thing that's a lie okay you have to stop eating some of us have to stop eating you hear what I'm saying to you stop stop it <laughs> You just need to stop it, man. Okay. In fact, I, I uh, send an email to my children uh, and uh, all of them, and I told them, "Now, listen. You you have you're going to have a tendency. Some of you, most of you, are going to have a tendency to blow up like my dad, my mom, my sisters, and uh, myself. Don't do that." And and I frankly told them so that the next time I see you, I I I uh, I'm not going to see uh, a bunch of Humpty Dumpties sat on the wall and uh, with diabetes. Okay, I told them that. So I told them to follow what their sisters were doing, Danny and Anita, early on. And sticking close to a vegetarian type uh, a thing occasionally with some meat. And make sure you exercise at least three times a week. That's what we did together. All of our children would exercise with me. We all hated it, but we did it. And I was the leader. My wife exercised with us as well, of course, and uh, uh, and so I told them that yesterday, and, and I'm telling you tonight, you, you you're going to have to change your ways uh, because the problem is the man in the mirror. Okay, and I, I'm just sharing this with you. God wants me to tell you this. I'm going to tell you this to help you, but. Um, uh, what I'm saying is for you women and men, if you fast properly and you drink water properly and you take a vitamin, a good vitamin, uh, you can look 20 years younger and lose that weight slowly but surely. And over the plague pandemic, Millions of people have picked up a whole lot of weight. <clears throat> and there's no need in trying to go on a new diet. There's no need in trying to uh, uh, do it fast. Just slow roll that thing down. You slow roll it up. Slow roll it down. Okay? That's all free. It has nothing to do with the devotional service. And so, ladies and gentlemen, this is Daniel White, the third president of gospel light society international with the white house uh, devotional reading
of Charles Haddon Spurgeon's classic book titled Morning and Evening. This is the podcast. This is episode number 602. Glory, glory. What I was going to say is where modesty, wearing modest apparel, women, not only covers up your beautiful body that God gave you that men will lust after. I mean, that's, you know, you got, you got many Christian men who are lying and say, oh, they don't lust. That. They're, pro- they're halfway effeminate, halfway gay, uh, whatever. But the fire that is in the belly of a man towards a beautiful woman is, is a raging fire. And, uh, I mean, it's no matter how wonderful they appear and how well-dressed, uh, doesn't matter what their position is, uh, many, many mighty men have fallen to a beautiful woman. And, uh, I mean, and, and just like yesterday, and I know some folks are not going to like it, but the only reason why that beaut- that woman was taking pictures with Trump and uh, uh, and w- one of the other congressmen on his golf course is because she was beautiful. That's all. That's how she got in to Mar-a-Lago where all of the important information was kept. One reason. Because she was fine. That's it. That's it. Men go crazy. Powerful men. Educated men. Rich men go crazy. Over a fat woman. P-H-A-T fat. Go crazy. They lose their minds. They lose their marbles. They lose their money. They lose their prestige. They lose their integrity and everything else. Over a fine fat woman. That's a fact. That's out. And God made the women that way. Because God wants us to get married to these creatures and have babies and repopulate the earth. There are some countries right now begging couples to have sex and have more babies. America uh, America is definitely going down that road with their sanctioning uh, and condoning homosexual marriage and homosexuality and other such demonic foolishness that can't produce any children. But the other flip side of the modesty thing, ladies, nobody's picking on you. I'm just trying to help you. No person wants to be gawked at and, and, and seen as a piece of meat. Nobody, male or female, and they are, I mean, nobody. There are men that uh, women walk at and, 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 and almost die for, okay? And, 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 and those men don't like that. They don't like that. Just like uh, no woman should like it. Don't, you don't even know me. You, you, you just, ooh, come here, all this, da, 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 da. I'm not uh, uh, 
Billy D. Williams, but I remember when I was in the Air Force and I was single, and I was walking up to the NCO club, minding my business, there's two women down on the other side of the hill. Come here, come here, let me talk to you. I mean, I looked like something back in those days, but uh, uh, still I was not Billy D. Williams. Come here, they was calling me and, and begging me to come down there and to talk with them, and I kept on walking. Uh, I think the reason why they were not that attractive to me. <clears throat> anyway. But anyway, and, and, and then now I got some older women, some what I call the uh, Downton Abbey women. They gray hair, got gray hair. Mm, how you doing today? White women. Uh, I, I, yeah, and they'll pass by me, sir. So I love to see a well-dressed man and a man all that's a girl. You <laughs> get out of here. They're older than me. Uh, uh, and I don't give. You say what you say. Well, now especially because number one, I'm I'm offended that you would even be interested in me like that, and and trying to whisper something to me and all this kind of thing. Uh, I'm offended because you older than I am. I, I, this is not Downton Abbey. But the other benefit of dressing modestly, women, for those of you who are not perfect, and nobody's perfect, it covers up your flaws. C clothes not only co cover up your perfections and your fineness, but clothes cover up your flaws, and we all have them. You know why uh, preachers with big bellies wear vests and coats all the time? It's because they want to cover up their rotundity, the fatness, the F-A-T fatness around the belly. That's all. You know why many women wear black, dark, dark blue, and men too? Because it makes you look slimmer. That's the, everybody knows that. It's a trick. Okay, so clothes benefit both ways. And it focuses men's attention on who you are. And, but what we have today is we have a whole bunch of women focusing on their looks and being attractive. And they're ugly on the inside. You need to focus on your inside, sweetheart. I tell men, young men all the time, okay, they may look good on the outside, but you better examine the inside. Or you're going to be in a mess. I mean, it's, it's amazing how such a creature so beautiful can be so hellacious and treacherous. Absolutely amazing. Anyway, I hope that will help you. Isaiah chapter 64, verse 6, reads, But we are all as an unclean thing, and all our righteousnesses are as filthy rags, and we all do fade as a leaf. And our iniquities, like the wind, have taken us 
away. Of course, that is so true. Uh, dear friends, the believer is a new creature. He belongs to a holy generation and a peculiar people. The Spirit of God is in him, and in all respects he is far removed from the natural man. But for all that the Christian is a sinner still, he is so from the imperfection of his nature and will continue so to the end of his earthly life. My, my, my. The dark fingers of sin leave smuts upon our fairest robes every time. Sin mars our repentance ere the great potter has finished it upon the will, selfishness, and pride defiles our tears and unbelief tampers with our faith. The best thing we ever did apart from the merit of Jesus Christ only swelled the number of our sins. For when we have been most pure in our own sight, yet like the heavens we are not pure in God's sight. And as he charged his angels with folly, much more must he charge us with it, even in our most angelic frames of mind. We're filthy rags, our sins, our wickedness, and what we think is our righteousness is nothing but filthy rags in God's sight. The song which thrills to heaven and seeks to emulate seraphic strains hath human discords in it. The prayer which moves the arm of God is still a bruised and battered prayer. Go ahead Spurgeon. And only moves that arm because the sinless one Jesus Christ the great mediator has stepped in to take away the sin of our supplication. Go ahead Dr. Spurgeon. My, 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 the sin of our supplication. Mm -mm -mm. The most golden faith or the purest degree of sanctification to which a Christian ever attained on earth has still so much alloy in it as to be only worthy of the flames in itself, my, 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 considered. Every night we look in the glass, we see a sinner, and had need confess we are all as an unclean thing, and all our righteousnesses are as filthy rags. My, my God, God help us all. Oh, how precious the blood of Jesus Christ to such hearts as ours. For our hearts are wicked. Who can know it? How priceless a gift is his perfect righteousness. 
and how bright the hope of perfect holiness hereafter in Jesus Christ. Even now, though sin dwells in us, its power is broken. It has no dominion. It is a broken-backed snake. What, Spurgeon? What are you talking about? You're going way beyond me. We are in bitter conflict with it, but it is with a vanquished foe that we have to deal. Yet a little while and we shall enter victoriously into the city where nothing defileth. Glory be to God. And amen. That's a devotion for you. Shall we pray? Holy Father God, I praise you and I thank you for allowing us all to be here tonight. As many of us are slouching towards the bed, and we all should, for you giveth sleep. I do praise you and thank you, Lord, in spite of the, all of the satanic attacks of today and all of the uh, uh, difficulties and strange things that have happened. I do praise you and I do thank you so much for allowing us to make it back from our little journey for this time. It has truly blessed my heart. Just your refreshing Holy Spirit, your uh, peace that comes through prayer, and the power that comes through your Holy Word and your Holy Word expounded. And Lord, uh, this is a good way to go to bed. And so, Lord, I thank you for it. And I pray now that you'll save those who are lost, revive those who are saved, glorify your Holy Name, lift up your Holy Son, the Lord Jesus Christ. For it is in his name we pray. Amen. And dear friends, we're going to pray for a few people. And then uh, those of you who are still up with me, invite family members and friends for in a few minutes. I'm going to preach the gospel so that people can be saved even tonight. Let's pray. Holy Father God, we pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. For all people who name the name of Christ around the world, Lord, uh, somebody needs to admit that we have failed you. Uh, Lord, we have failed you, and so by your grace, I'll be that one. Uh, we need to admit that we have done you wrong, and for Jesus Christ's sake, please forgive us of our wrongdoing, our sins, of disobeying your great commandment and disobeying your great commission. And uh, Holy Father God, I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ that you will uh, help us to repent, help us also to humble ourselves and to pray, to seek your face and to turn from our wicked ways and to repent and to get back to you, our first love. Crucify, Lord, our flesh and the old man within us. For those of us who are saved, fill us with the power of your Holy Spirit. And, Lord, we pray for all people who are government ministers, from the president 
of the United States on down to all police officers. Lord, save them all and uh, revive those who are saved. Cast the devil and the demons of hell out of those, Lord, who have that problem. Lead God and erect, Lord, these people, these ministers, in the way that they should go, that we may lead peaceful and quiet lives for however long you want us to exist and be here. And, Lord, we pray for the peace of Jerusalem. And, uh, Holy Father God, we pray that you would bless and protect all of your persecuted Christians. Keep them safe. Deliver them from the persecutors, even tonight, especially in Nigeria, and around the world, and more and more in America. And, Holy Father God, I mean, for some of the most foolish things we have ever heard of in our lives. And, Holy Father God, we pray that you will grant them your grace for their trying hours and their dying hours, if that be necessary. And, Holy Father God, uh, we do pray uh, that uh, you would indeed uh, comfort and... Uh, Bless uh, the grieving and the mourning in this uh, country and around the globe from the coronavirus plague and now other plagues. And uh, Holy Father God, but we pray for some by name. Uh, we pray for the millions, but we pray for the family and the friends of Albania resident Talant. Abaz, Abazaj, rather. We pray for the family and friends of Arizona resident Armando Gutierrez, Jr. We pray for the family and friends of New Jersey resident Jean Dolores Wright. We pray, Lord, for all of them, and we pray that you will uh, comfort them, strengthen them, and draw them to yourself for salvation. And now, Lord, tonight we pray for some prayer requests. Uh, we pray for fuel. Uh, first, Lord, we pray for the thousands of folks you have given us the privilege to pray for down through the years. We thank you, Lord, for the thousands of answers to prayer for them and for us. And we pray, Lord, that you will uh, bless them all, all of the people we've, we've, always, we've already prayed for. Uh, multiple times with salvation and spiritual, family and life, financial and material, protection and provision, mental and physical blessings upon them and help them and help us to continue to pray together for each other, for your glory, praise, and honor. And now, Lord, we pray for Phil. Please save his mom, Lorraine, and heal her from hearing loss, memory loss, bad posture, body pain and high blood pressure and give her excellent health and a long life. Please remove all their debt and financial uh, problems. Give them blessings and bless them with uh, financial security. Please save Steve and Jackie and give them excellent health and long life. Please save Joe. Heal him from cancer and give him long life. 
please bless Field with the right woman to marry and help Field to be the right man to marry. We also pray for Pastor Bushibi and we thank you for providing for the Nasyanda Church buildings, roofing section. We praise you and we give you the glory. And uh, Lord, we thank you for protecting them during the funeral and blessing him to preach the gospel <clears throat> there. Please comfort Sister Eunice's family. Please protect and provide for them during these dangerous times. Please deliver them from tough living conditions, high cost of living, murders, elections, wars, and everything else that's going on. Lord God in heaven, we pray for James. Please bless him with Bibles for the new converts. And we pray, Lord, for the people who have gotten saved through the preaching of the gospel through this uh, ministry here. Across this pulpit, we pray for Jules, we pray for Monica, we pray for Manoj, Gita, Edwin, and Lord, we pray for all of them. Help them to grow in the faith and to stand strong in the faith and to be the Christians that you want them to be. And now, Lord, we pray for the salvation of many more. As I preach the gospel to them now, please grant me your energy, your strength, your unction, your anointing, and the power of your Holy Spirit to do so. In Jesus Christ's name, I do pray and for his sake. Amen. Now, dear friend of mine, if you're with us on this night, somebody, if somebody invited you or you happen to be here by God's divine appointment, and uh, if you want to know how to be saved from the power of sin in your life and from the punishment of sin in your life in that awful place called hell, then listen very carefully. In order to be saved from hell and from the power of your sins that puts you in hell, first understand with me that you are a sinner. You are a criminal in God's eyes. And so am I. So is the Pope. So is the Dalai Lama. So is even Joel Osteen, as nice as he may be. We are all in the same boat. No matter how much education we have, no matter what family we came from, no matter how much money we have, or how good-looking we might be, we are all sinners, and we are on our way to a devil's hell. The Bible says, God's Word says, all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Uh, that's everybody. Secondly, the Bible says the wages of sin is death. We die because of our sins. What sins, you say? Such sins as lying, stealing from others, selfishness, lusting after people in our hearts 
And just because you don't say anything and you don't do anything, you still have sinned against God in your heart. Coveting what other people have. Wanting what other people want have. Dishonoring and disobeying your parents. Dishonoring and disobeying God by taking his name in vain. That's just five of the sins on the Ten Commandments list that you have broken. There are other sins such as adultery, fornication, homosexuality. Any one of these sins will land you in hell. The wages of sin is death. The reason why we die is because of our sinful nature and our sinful choices. And you need to understand that. And God wants you to understand that if he will allow you to die from this beautiful place called earth. My wife and I were riding down the road today and I was praying and then I stopped praying and pointed out a beautiful sunset in Texas. Beautiful. Mind-blowing beautiful. And I, 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 I know that there are many great sunsets around the world. But I, I tell you what, there's some beautiful ones in Texas. And I showed it to her. And uh, this is a beautiful place. And then where we were driving at, beautiful woodlands and so forth, going along with it. This is a beautiful place. There's nothing wrong with Earth. There's something wrong with us. We have messed up Earth. And God is not pleased with it. We have messed up earth with because of our sins. So this is the reason why you can go to, most, to the most beautiful places on earth. Have you ever been to the Virgin Islands? When you go to the beach and the water is so blue as green. You can see the fish in the water. The problem with that is we mess up the Virgin Islands. We defile the Virgin Islands with our sins. Everywhere we go, we defile it because of our sins. And God is not going to let you go to his heaven because you're not going to defile that. And so if God, you're going to die because the Bible says it is appointed unto you, unto man, once to die. So you're going to die. I'm going to die. And do not act like it's not frightening. It is frightening to everybody. Dying from this place called Earth. This is all we know. This beautiful place. These beautiful sunsets. Understand that if you don't believe in the Lord Jesus Christ. As your Lord and Savior. Jesus Christ who came, who suffered, who bled, and who died on the cross for your sins was buried and rose from the dead by the power of God. If you don't believe in him, as he said, for he said, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, that is perish in hell, but have everlasting life. If you don't believe in him, 
just like God allowed you to leave this beautiful ball hanging on nothing called earth, God is going to allow you because this is what you choose, not what he chooses. He, I just told you he gave up his son to die for you and me and to pay for our sins that caused us to go to hell. You're going to hell. As sure as I'm black, as sure as you're looking at me, and my last name is White. Because God does not play like that. God does not play at all. Jesus does not play. They don't, and they do not lie because they can't lie. In other words, Jesus does not go around preaching on hell and then, then when you get, everybody gets up to heaven and says, well, I told you all that to kind of scare you to do right and so forth. He doesn't do that. They don't do that. God does not do that. Jesus does not do that. You're going to hell if you do not believe in the Lord Jesus Christ. No matter what your sins are, how, how high or how low. Stop talking about where my, my, my good will outweigh my bad. It does, it does not work that way. Ninety-nine and a half won't do the old uh, black choir used to sing. None of that's, that's going to work. Even if you're 99% right, you're going to hell for that 1%. Because God demands perfect holiness. And the only somebody who was that perfect holiness is Jesus Christ. You must go through him. Jesus Christ said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man comes to the Father but by me. You must believe in him. Otherwise, you're going to hell. It makes no difference whether or not you're a Buddha, Buddhist, uh, Hare Krishna, Muhammad, or whoever. You're going to hell if you don't believe in the Lord Jesus Christ. And hell is a very real place. Jesus Christ preached more on hell than he did heaven. Jesus Christ preached more on hell than uh, everybody in the Bible, the prophets and the apostles. And every time, uh, well, when he preached on hell, he would oftentimes say, and he said it repeatedly, hell is a place where the fire is never quenched. Hell is a place of torment. Hell is a place of a fiery inferno that never goes out. I would lovingly encourage you, strongly encourage you, to get saved tonight right where you are. Don't worry about the fact that you're not in a church. You may, you may never go to a church again in your life. And at this time, I do not advise it. I love beautiful churches. I've been in many of them all around the world. And, and I, I personally, I, 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 maybe I shouldn't, but I get, I get a special feeling if the churches of God. I love being in church. But I wouldn't go right now. I got saved in an Air Force dorm room. You can get saved in your dorm room wherever you are. College or Air Force or Army or whatever. 
you can get saved in your house and then lead your children to the Lord. So if you want to be saved from hell tonight, my dear friends, believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and thou you shall be saved. Believe that he suffered, he bled, and he died on the cross for your sins, was buried and rose on the third day by the power of Almighty God. Call on his name, the Bible says, for whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. So right now, let's pray the sinner's prayer. Repeat after me, phrase by phrase, and mean it from your heart, if you are sincere, and that you are at the same time believing in your heart in the Lord Jesus Christ. Let's pray. Holy Father God, I realize and I admit that I am a sinner and that I have done evil in your sight. For Jesus Christ's sake, please have mercy and grace upon my soul. And please forgive me of all of my unrighteousness and sins, my failures and my faults. I am sorry for my sins. As I now believe with all of my heart the best way that I know how. In your Holy Son, the Lord Jesus Christ, by faith. I believe with all of my heart he suffered, he bled, and he died on the cross for my sins. Was buried and rose on the third day by your power. Lord Jesus Christ, please come into my heart and into my spirit and save my soul today. Please fill me with your Holy Spirit and help me to change. Help me to truly repent of my sins. Help me to turn from my evil lifestyle and help me to follow you in the new life, Lord Jesus. For it is in your holy name I pray, amen. Now, dear friend of mine, if you believed in your heart in the Lord Jesus Christ, that Jesus Christ paid your sin debt, that he suffered, he bled, and he died on the cross for your sins, was buried, and rose on the third day by the power of God, then, dear friend, I can say congratulations to you. And if you call on the, on, on the Lord in prayer, uh, you call on his name for salvation, I can say congratulations to you for believing in the Lord Jesus Christ and for praying and asking him to save you. And uh, because you have done so according to the word of God, the Holy Bible, you are now saved right where you are. And so uh, to help you grow in the faith, please go to gospellightsociety.com and read my book titled, What to Do After You Enter Through the Door. It will help you to make the next 
steps you need to make uh, to be the Christian that God wants you to be. If you also please email us at dw3 at gospelitesociety.com and uh, let us know that you got saved so that we can rejoice with you and start praying for you and sending you more materials. We're here 24 hours a day, seven days a week now. Uh, one of our, one of my daughters was up till five o'clock this morning uh, working the ministry. Uh, and, uh, uh, and they work around the clock like that. And my other daughter does too. And my son does. So uh, we're here for you, and uh, anytime you have a question or you want to, uh, you need prayer, send that in, and we'll get you on the list. They'll send it to me, and I will start praying for you until you tell us to stop. And so, ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters in Christ Jesus, with that, make sure you pray without ceasing. Uh, going forward, and Lord willing, uh, I'll see you tomorrow, maybe twice, is up to the Lord. And uh, when you pray, pray for us as well. And if God has blessed you with money, uh, extra money, not if you're struggling. We don't want you to send us anything if you're struggling, and you can barely pay for food and gas. Uh, but God has raised up some other people who have money in the bank. If you can, uh, we need your support, and uh, we need your help, and uh, to keep on preaching the gospel every day, and preaching God's word, and encouraging the saints, and uh, as we go forward, throughout the most difficult time in our lives. Uh, let's pray. Holy Father God, I praise you and I thank you. For what you have done here tonight, I pray that you'll bless all of the people under the sound of my voice with a special blessing for being faithful to you and hungry for your word and prayer. And Lord, I do pray that you will rebuke and bind the devil, his demons and his hosts from our family and their family. Surround us all tonight with your protection, a band of your holy angels and a wall of your holy fire. And uh, Lord, uh, we give you the glory, the praise, and the honor for what you have done. In Jesus Christ's name we pray, and for his sake, amen. God bless you, dear friends. Until next time.